Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It's that time of year again, folks. It's the year-end review of 2019, where I break down the top entertainment news that made headlines in 2019. Uh, We're going to be talking about the scandals, the breakup, the music of 2019, the best in television, celebrity deaths, movies, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Champ, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt your love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Welcome to the special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb. And this show is a special edition because it's the year-end review of some of the top entertainment stories of 2019. Uh, We're going to be talking about the scandals, the celebrity breakups, all those celebrities that we lost last year, um, all the scandal, you name it. Every year we do a year-end review of some of the most talked-about stories, top entertainment stories of 2019 and this is your first time listening to the show welcome and thank you for tuning in uh this is that's entertainment going to be our 11th year here on btr so i'm glad you're tuning in and discovering the show for the first time and if you want to know more about the show you want to follow the show make sure you follow us on twitter at that's entertained one that's t-h-a-t-s entertained and number one and we also have a facebook page just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio you can also follow me on twitter at stiletto14 and you can also follow me on the gram at t jones give before i get started with the show i want to wish say happy new year what we're into a new decade i can't believe 10 years has gone and passed but here we are in 2020 a new decade so it's just going to be awesome and um I just want to start off by uh, congratulating all the winners. We just had the first award show of the year. We just had the Golden Globes. So I want to congratulate all those people, all those actors and artists who won. Uh, we remember uh, Tom Hay, he won um, the C- 
Cecil DeMille Award. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres won the Carol Burnett Award uh, for her uh, her achievement. Uh, just so many. It was a great show. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, they came in a little late, fashionably late. And, of course, it was host by... Uh, Ricky Javes, who always say every year that this was going to be the last Golden Globe show that he was going to host, and as usual, he kept his comedy raw. He went in, you know, he just don't disappoint. And a lot of people, a lot of the celebrities that were there who attended, some of the things that he was saying, you know, you saw the camera switch over to Tom Hanks. He had his mouth dropped. <laughs> But uh, Ricky Javes always say this is his last year, this is his last year. So I guess if the money is right, we'll probably see him again next year. But, uh, again, Happy New Year, even though we're eight days in. I hope you had a great new – I hope you rang in the new year um, and had your uh, – you have your um, – I guess your resolutions, you're starting to get focused, you're starting to take effect of what you want to accomplish this year. They always say it's a new year, new you, new beginning. So, you know, as always. But the, we always start the year, the first show of 2020, we always start the year with we go reflect about the past year. And uh, as usual, we break down some of the top uh, entertainment stories of the year. Uh, some of the ones that really uh, really started off the new uh, year was uh, stories about uh, Jesse Smollett started uh, January 2019 about the whole uh, story about he was uh, a part a he was uh, got um, he was a victim of a hate crime. You know he starred in the hit Fox show uh, Empire, and we learned. Later on down the line That he allegedly had lied About being a victim uh, R. Kelly interview with Gail King Was a big story in 2019 uh, The college admission Scandal with Felicity Hoffman And Lori Loughlin They were two of the celebrities That got caught up in it uh, The baby boom Also took effect But one particular baby that got a lot of attention Was the Royals Where baby Archie was born uh, we also can't talk about the year uh, past without talking about the people that we lost in 2019, like Nipsey Hussle, who we always say the marathon continues, Diane Carroll, John Singleton, Luke Perry, Cameron Boyce, Danny Aiello. Those are just some of the celebrities we lost, which we we're going to be uh, doing a breakdown. We also want to talk about the best in music. Some of the artists that really put a uh, footprint on the music industry, and we're talking about artists like Lizzo. Congratulations to her. She was uh, voted Time Magazine Entertainer of the Year. She um, was she came out full force not only as a talented singer but a musician as well because she plays a mean flute. We also got to hear uh, a up and coming rapper by the name of Megan Thee Stallion. There's an interesting story behind how she uh, started into the music business. Uh, Billie Eilish uh, had a great uh, in 2019. She uh, her album. Uh, ended up being number one on the Billboard 200 after the first week of sales. Also, um, Ariana Grande had also a good year as well. You know, she 
she was nominated for her fifth album called Thank You Next, which topped the Billboard 200 as well. The Jonas Brothers was the biggest comeback of 2019 because, uh, you know, the Jonas Brothers uh, had a band and they broke up and they did their own little individual project. They did their own individual sound, but they came back together as brothers and put bring, brought us some really hot, anticipated powerhouse uh, songs. Taylor Swift had also a big year. Uh, she also had a a, a very a controversial year as well because remember she. Uh, there was one point where she couldn't uh, perform some of her old song because uh, Scooter Braun uh, had bought her record label and she wasn't able to sing her song or were able to get some of the songs from her first uh, albums. Uh, and, oh, and who can forget one of the hottest songs of 2019, which was in heavy rotation, was Lil Nas X with Billy Ray Cyrus and Old Town Road. Um you know, every time you turn around, it was on the charts for, I guess, let's see, I think it was on there for about, uh, I'm trying to remember, it stayed at the number one position for, what, several weeks, several weeks. So, and it, what was so interesting about that song, because uh, Lil Nas uh, was a rapper, and they didn't think that, uh he had wanted the song to become a country song, so he ended up talking with Billy Ray Cyrus and said, you know, I'm trying to change the narrative of this rap song to make it a crossover to country. He got Billy Ray Cyrus on board, and it became the number one song. So uh, we'll be talking about that. Also, uh, 2019 was also a good year for movies. Uh, remember, all the uh, Marvel movies were big. Uh, we... They ended it with a big bang with Avengers Endgame. That was a big uh, movie in 2019. John Wick 3, Keanu Reeves did not disappoint. Uh, he His third movie in the series was an international hit as well. Also, um, The Fast and Furious uh, did a new uh, movie extension from the franchise. They did Hobbs and Shaw with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. They reprised their roles, and they did not disappoint. Uh, Also, Star Wars, the last chapter in the Star Wars series, The Rise of Skywalker, came out, and once again it made history. So these are some of the stories that made some of the entertainment uh, stories that was big in 2019. Also, we can't forget about the best in TV, you know, with stories, shows like The Crown, Dead to Me, uh, Russian Doll, Watchmen. These are some of the top stories of 2019. So we're just going to go and do a rundown. But we're going to start with some of the, the stories that, um, you know, were some of the bombshells, some of the surprises that made it very difficult to keep track of the happenings in the entertainment industry. You know, Hollywood was all abuzz during 2019, uh, from the widely disputed criminal acts to the drunken uh, rants. Uh, 2019 had been one hell of a ride for the stars that we can't help but love, gawk at, and, of course, mock. And at the end of it all, no one was immune to the pitfalls of fame or, more accurately, infamy. Here are some of the highlights that shape this crazy year. Again, Empire star Jesse Smollett 
infamously, infamously claimed to be the victim of a January hate crime during which he said two men called him racial and homophobic slurs through a they threw a chemical substance on him. They tied a rope around his neck. Smollett was soon accused of having staged the attack, and he was charged with a felony and written off the uh, the Fox TV show. Also, uh, R. Kelly, he ignited his temper. Um, Lifetime had sparked some controversy with the series of Surviving R. Kelly, a six-part special in which accusers spoke out against the R&B singer, claiming he had systematically assaulted, brainwashed, and degraded both teenage girls and adult women throughout his career. And in March, the 52-year-old um Singer had a tantrum during an interview with CBS This Morning anchor Gail King, and that's when Kelly aggressively stood up and shouted that, quote, he didn't do this stuff. And following the documentary, Kelly was arrested and indicted on 10 felony counts of aggravated sexual abuse against four people, including three minors, dating back to 1998. Now, artists who also apologized for their collaboration with the singer, who was eventually dropped by his record label, RCA Records at Sony Music. And prosecutors in Chicago, New York, and Atlanta also began seeking information in response to the claim made in the docuseries. R. Kelly currently faces 18 federal counts, including child pornography and racketeering related to kidnapping. Now, uh, the Operation Entitlement is the next story, and this and this was a story that came out in March called the College Admission Scandal, in which wealthy parents shelled out hefty bribes to get their kids into the best colleges. Uh, they said that it was fifty was in it, it was in on it, including Desperate Housewives star Felicity Huffman and Full House actress Lori Loughlin. Now, Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin were among those arrested on March 12th after federal prosecutors in Boston unsealed a criminal complaint charging all with conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services mail fraud for allegedly cheating the uh, system in order for their children to be admitted into an upper uh, echelon university. More than 30 parents and nine coaches were charged in what authorities dubbed Operation Varsity Blues. Now, Huffman pleaded guilty to the charges that served 11 days in prison. Meanwhile, Loughlin and her uh, fashion designer husband, Mosimo, who you know, you've seen, if you, are, uh, if you shop at Target, you see some of his clothing line in Target. Uh, Mosimo uh, Giannulli, they pleaded not guilty to conspiracy to commit federal program bribery, conspiracy to commit mail fraud and wire fraud, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The couple faces a maximum of 45 years behind bars if convicted for all three. Those are just some of the top stories, the scandal of 2019. 
Right now, we got 15 minutes after the hour. You're just tuning in. You're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment because it's our year-end review of some of the top entertainment stories of 2019. Every year, we do a show where we talk about the most talked-about stories, where the scandals, celebrity breakups, the top movies, TV shows, music, and all those that we lost in 2019. Uh, If you want to know more about the show, you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure to Click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, the number one. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. You can also follow me at Stiletto14 on Twitter, and you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Continue with the top celebrity stories of 2019. Uh, we also can't forget about uh, Backstreet Boy alum Nick Carter. You know, they said blood isn't always thicker than water. Well, Nick Carter took to Twitter, and this was back in September. He announced he was obtained a restraining order against his younger brother, Aaron, after he allegedly threatened to kill Nick's pregnant wife, Lauren Kitt, and their unborn child. The I Want Candy singer denied the allegation, then accusing Nick of having long abused him and their late sister, Leslie, of raping him as a tween. Now, Aaron's twin sister, Angel Conrad, quickly filed a restraining order against him, which was extended last month. Also, uh, in October, Variety had released an excerpt of former NBC employee Ronan Farrell's book, Catch and Kill, in which fellow NBC alum Brooke Neville's claimed that Matt Lauer had annually um, raped her in um, 2014. Now, the former uh, Today Show host, who was ousted in 2017 following Neville's then-anonymous sexual harassment allegation, denies their encounter were anything but consensual. Now, NBC denied Farrell's accusation that the network knew of Neville's claim and kept the morning show host on long after learning about his alleged transgressions. Also, another top entertainment story of 2019 was uh, about Michael Jackson. Uh, Even though he became a subject to scrutiny after HBO leaving Netherlands, where it centered on two men who accused the singer of years of sexual molestation. After leaving Netherlands debuted in January at the Sundance Film Festival, Jackson Estate called the film a tabloid character assassination and insisted it isn't a documentary, while his family called the director and the pics two accuser opportunists. The docuseries earned five nominations at the Emmy Awards. And public feud brewed in 2019 between prominent figures in both film and music. Taylor Swift spoke out against Big Machine label group founder Scott Brochetta and Scooter Braun following the news that Braun Ithaca Holdings had acquired Big Machine label group. And with its entire catalog, Swift released through Brochetta label. The singer-songwriter referred to the deal as her worst-case scenario and that the news immediately brought her back to the incessant manipulative bullying uh, received at the hands of Braun for years. 
and the feud grew stronger after Swift claimed last month that Bruschetta, several months ago, that Bruschetta and Braun were preventing her from performing her past hit during the upcoming 2019 American Music Awards. Another big story in 2019, uh, this was from Jane the Virgin star Gina Rodriguez. She took to Instagram during the fall to share a video of her singing the Fuji song, Ready or Not, including a lyric featuring the N-word. The TV star was taken to task for her initial post as well as her apology, which many regarded as off-the-cuff or whack. She also apologized, saying that she was sorry that she offended anyone for singing along to the Fuji, to a song that she loved and that she grew up on, and that she loves Lauren Hill. Um, but she, uh, you know, a lot of people felt that because she was a Latina, that didn't give her the right to give her the green light to say the N word, which was a part of a, the some of the part of the lyric in the song. Um, the incident drug of past controversial comments by Rodriguez in which she was claiming black women made more money than Latina women, uh, though Colombian actress for the seventh year in a row. Her suggestion that Marvel and DC don't include many Latino actors in their film similarly, similarly raised eyebrows given the successes and crucial roles of Marvel actresses like Zoe Saldana, who is of Afro-Latino descent, and Tessa Thompson of Afro-Panamanian descent. And uh, this was also a big one for 2019. Uh, Kid Rock. He took his disdain for Oprah Winfrey to a viral new level last month when he drunkenly ranted about her at his bar in Nashville. He said, F. Oprah. He he proclaimed, adding that, uh, uh, you know, saying some very derogatory things about Oprah. And before security security, uh, eventually... um, Booted him off the stage. He apparently he was saying this at a bar in Nashville. He was up on stage. He had too much to drink, and he ranted about Oprah. Um, he also included the View co-host Joe Behar, who he is white, and he said uh, doesn't mean he 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 made some also disparaging comments about her, but he claimed he's not a racist. Now, Rockley said that he hadn't been a fan of Winfrey for years since he tried to get on her show, and he was told to write down, get this, five reasons why he loved her and her show. And he was like, forget that. He was like saying F to her. He said, you know, end the story. He was like, I got to go through loops and jump through hoops and write down an essay why I want to be on her show. He was like, forget that. And that's why... He went off on, got drunk and went off and saying some very disparaging things about Oprah. Also, another big story for 2019, we thought, people thought Justin Timberlake was cheating on Jessica Biel because he was caught uh, flirting with one of his co-stars in an up-and-coming movie that he was filming. Uh, yeah, he was in hot water last month. I think he was filmed and photographed getting cozy with his uh, Palmer co-star, 30-year-old Alicia Wainwright. 
The sexy back singer later issued a public apology to his wife, Jessica Bill, for his strong lapse in judgment, though he noted that nothing happened between him and Wainwright. Also, another big thing that happened in 2019, um, especially in film, uh, Martin Scorsese stated that Marvel films were not cinema, prompting a outcry from fans and actors involved in Marvel projects. Marvel also found this amid drama after publicly parting ways with Sony, resulting in the end of Marvel's involvement with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. The two eventually struck a deal that would see Marvel produce another Spider-Man film for Sony. Other big moments of the year include the new class of streaming services such as Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus, the introduction of famed character Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian, Kevin Hart stepped down as Oscar host after his past controversial comments resurfaced, and Todd Phillips, who um, who did the Joker film, uh, he stirred some backlash for a timely violent depicted on screen. So those were some of some of the top uh, stories of 2019, some of the scandals that brought our attention in 2019, and um, it was big. It was a lot of controversy uh, behind some of the things that went uh, in movies and TVs and film and and just scandal altogether. Um, usually. Uh, Around this time, 24 hours after the hour, I go to a music break, and I want to start about talk about the best music of 2019. Um, it has been a transformative year for music, one in which the established superstar kept relatively quiet, making space for promising newcomers like Lizzo, Billie Eilish, and The Baby to command the charts. And Eilish herself, she had such a massive debut in 2019 that it's easy to feel only a few months after her debut album that she'd been famous for years. This also, 2019, was also the year that Kanye became a sleazy uh, televangelist, while Lil Nas X challenged genre lines with Old Town Road. It's a lot to take in. We wouldn't blame you for having a certain amount of panic when it when you stare at a a blank search bar on Spotify. There, uh, there you are with access to something like 105 million hours of music, and it's so difficult to choose just one. We live in a time where our incredible access to music is both a blessing and a curse. And how does one curate the thousands upon thousands of songs that will be released this year alone? Thankfully, we pretty much tethered to our headphones, most walking, waking hours, listening to all the latest tracks from the best and least known artists of today. And here are some of the songs, just some of the songs, because, you know, we can't put all the songs because we only have limited time on the show. But these are some of the best songs of 2019 so far. Uh, Normandy, which is of... The, a young lady who I had mentioned was one part of the group Fifth Harmony, and I remember we the last show that we did for 2019 where Carmela Cabello uh, had some controversy about some racist uh, some racist uh, posts that she had made in her past. And I couldn't think of Normandy's uh, name, but she was the young lady I was referring to where there was some controversy between how they were getting along. And, you know, it 
kind of makes sense because there were some rumors that they weren't getting along, and it kind of makes sense of the latest scandal about how um, Camilla had this racist past, so to speak. But she was a young lady. I was trying to think of her name from the last show we did. But she had a great 2019. She came in with the Song of the Summer with Motivation. It was her first single outside of Fifth Harmony. Motivation is a genuine bop, firmly established her as a pop star that calls to mind the queen of the late 90s. And it's worth noting that this video that she had put out for the song has some of the most impressive dance moves that you've seen in a long time in music videos this year so far. And, uh, you know, she's another one that's a force to be reckoned with. Also, Chance the Rapper uh, from his album, I Got You Always and Forever, seven years after his first mixtape and three years after covering book, his third mixtape, which won Best Rap Album at the following Grammy Awards, catapulted him onto the A-list. Chance the Rapper had finally released his debut LP, The Big Day. It dropped in the second half of July, and at 22 songs and 77 minutes long, it frequently sagged under its lengthy runtime. But the first half highlights arrived in the form of this ebullient love song, featuring Envol is an irresistible tribute to his uh, his wife Kirsten, and the 90s R&B Chance grew up on. And uh, we also want to talk about a uh again Lizzo. Um I tell you, she had a great 2019. Uh she after a multi-year climb, Lizzo had finally arrived in the mainstream national pop conscious. The rapper slash flutist slash singer third LP had landed Lizzo her first top 20 hit on the Billboard Hot 100 with Truth Hurts. Several high-profile festivals said she made her Gastonbury debut this last summer, and a slew of magazine covers in 2019. She had been hosted by Allure, Essence, and V Magazine, and it's all rightfully so. You know, she put out great music. She's not, uh, she has not, She her song crosses genre from R&B to pop. And we're going to um, play one of her biggest hits from 2019, and that is uh, Juice by Lizzo. New, new, on the wall, Not the baddest bitch you like. 
young lady, and we hope to see more from her from years to come. Uh, right now, we're um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. It's our year-end review of 2019, some of the top entertainment stories that made 2019 the most talked about uh, year in entertainment. We always talk about the, what was the latest scandal of the year, some of the celebrity breakups, the music, the television, and the people that we lost in May 2019, one of the most talked about years in entertainment. And right now we're just going to uh, over some of the top musics of 2019, and you just heard Lizzo, who, which was uh, her hit earlier in the year with uh, Juice. Also, who had a very good year was uh, uh, this uh, young lady here, Megan The Stallion. Um, let me tell you the story about how Megan The Stallion started uh, rapping is a, is the perfect analogy for one of the hip hop hop most confident up and coming stars. Uh, she said that one day she was at a party and there was these guys. They were freestyling and uh, she was like, oh, you know, I can rap too. And they were like, nah, nah, you can't. So she just walked up to them and dropped a few bars. And they were like, oh, snap. They were like, what? So then everybody around school knew her as the stallion and that she could rap. And that's how this legend got born. Now on her debut album, she sounds like a seasoned battle rapper with razor-sharp bars on every single song. And this is most clear on the early album cup, Pimpin', which dripped the nod to her native Houston hip-hop, and also declared her confidence and authorities over her own body. You know, she also had that collabo with Nicki Minaj and Hot Girl Summer, which was a banging hit. But uh, that's these are the stories that I like to hear, and I'm pretty sure you like to hear how these talented people who are naturally born talented got them their shot. And all it takes is that one shot, that one shot to put you on the map. And that's how Megan the Stallion got Megan the Stallion got born. Um, another artist who had a hell of a good year was Billie uh, Eilish. Uh, she debuted a full-length made history when it arrived back in April. Uh, the Gothic set, which bowed at number one on the Billboard 200 after its first week of sales, it became the third most streamed LP over for a female artist. And things haven't slowed down since for the 17-year-old. At the halfway mark, she is the fourth most streamed artist of 2019 next to Drake, Ariana Grande and Post Malone, who make up the top three. And she has nine of the 200 most streamed cuts on the year. 
She said in the interview that her album was inspired by, get this, various nightmares. Can you believe it? Wow. So if she is inspired to write an album based on her nightmares, then we don't want her to wake up anytime soon. That's just how talented and gifted she is. But, uh, yeah, she had one of the best albums of 2019, uh, From When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Uh, right now we have about an hour and 23 minutes uh, left remaining in the show. I'm going to take a, a commercial break, and we'll continue with the most talked-about stories. It's our year-end review of 2019, so don't go anywhere. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Protect his family from disaster. Steve used his camera phone. Done. By taking pictures of his important documents, Steve can always have them stored online. Learn more simple disaster prep tips at ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we have an hour and 22 minutes left remaining in the show. If you're just tuning in, you're tuned to a special edition of That's Entertainment because it's our annual year-end review of 2019 where we do a rundown of the top entertainment news that made headlines in 2019. We go over some of the biggest talked-about stories, the scandals, the breakup, some of the top music of 2019, top television shows of 2019, and most importantly, all the celebrities' deaths that of all the celebrities that we lost in 2019. Right now we're continuing with some of the top music of 2019. And uh, Ariana Grande, she truly had a phenomenal year. Uh, with her Grammy-nominated fifth album, Thank You, Next, it topped the Billboard 200 and spawned a raft of hits, including Seven Rings and the album title Track. Her social house collaboration, Boyfriend, chalked up yet another top ten success and also scooped the Song of the Summer Prize at the 2019 MTV Video Music Awards. Also, um, another artist, uh, Taylor Swift, she was one of the year's biggest releases. Uh, She released her seventh album, Lover. It went platinum in the U.S. in September, barely a month after it was first released. The album spawned several high-profile singles on which the bravest was You Need to Calm Down, A Slice of a Sleek, Electro Pop with a heartfelt pro-LGBTQ plus message. The song striking promo video also won two awards, including Video of the Year at the 2019 MTV Music Video Awards. Wow. Also, uh, 2019 uh, was not without... uh, Celebrity breakups You know A lot of celebrities uh, As we look back We look at the uh, All that we um, You know All the celebrities That have called it quits During the year And some of the biggest Breakup was uh, The one where 
Uh, and there was a lot of shocking splits, like Miley Cyrus and Liam Helmsworth when they ended their marriage. Uh, Wendy Williams split from her husband, Kevin Hart, after over two decades of marriage. And Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx going their separate ways after finally bringing their romance into the spotlight. So we look back at the year that was 2019, where we look back at all the love we lost along the way in the form of celebrity breakup. And again, Miley and Liam, they called it quits back in August after eight months of marriage, after a decade of dating off and on since meeting on the set of the last song in 20, uh, in 2009. Uh, the split became messy just hours after it was confirmed when Miley was photographed getting cozy with Caitlin Carter in Italy. And then Megan, uh, Miley, I'm sorry, Miley and Caitlin, they were engaged in a whirlwind month-long romance from August through mid-September, and that made countless headlines, including moments like their girl trip to Italy, holding hands at the VMAs after parties, and celebrating Caitlin's birthday together. Lady Gaga also had a major split of her own this year. She and her fiancé called it their engagement at the beginning of the year during the Singers Award campaign for A Star is Born. Her rep confirmed the split after she attended the Grammys without her engagement ring on, and they had been together for a little over two years. Also, Kylie and Travis went on a break. Uh, this fall, after over two years of dating, the couple started dating around the time that Kylie became pregnant with her first child. They welcomed their daughter, Stormy Webster, in early 2018 and had continued to co-parent since their split. Adele fans were shocked when the singer announced in April that she had separated from her husband, Simon Konecki, after two years of marriage and many more of dating. The former couple had actually split nine months earlier, and they shared a son, Angelo, now about a... Uh, and now Adele is supposed to be making some more new music. Um, people are like wondering, well, how would this song, how would this album turn out? Because some people like when Adele makes these uh, heartbreaking songs, you know. So how, everybody's wondering how this next album is going to be since she um, has she is she is currently in a new relationship. She's much happier now. So how would that affect her next album? We just got to wait and see. Uh, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx's six-year long on and off relationship ended in August of this year after Kate pulled the plug on their romance. The decision to end their relationship came as a surprise as they had just recently begun to become slightly more public with one another after years of rarely even being photographed with one another and after attending the Met Gala together in May. Demi Lovato and Austin Wilson, they first made their relationship public in November of 2019. They split after a month of dating. And a source told People Magazine that Lovato is concentrating on herself and her work right now, as well as focusing on her relationship with God. Uh, she also added that she's excited for the next chapter in 2020 and what it will bring. Another big celebrity breakup in 2019 was Jesse J. and Shannon Tatum. After just over a year of dating, the two uh, did split. Uh, there wasn't any drama, I have to say. They just decided to part ways, but they're still good friends. 
Another source added that distance and different priorities was a part of the reason why they decided to go their separate ways. The two were first seen together at a mini golf date last year. Uh, People magazine confirmed that they were an item just months after Tatum split with his ex-wife, Jenna uh, Duan. Uh, Tatum and Duan shared a she they share a six year old daughter named Everly, and uh, Jenna she went on her separate way. She's expecting a, uh, her second child with her new boyfriend, William and Elizabeth Shatner. <laughs> the eighty eight year old Star Trek actor filed for divorce from his wife of eighteen years on December tenth, twenty nineteen. And according to documents obtained by TMZ, Shatner listed their date of separation as February first, twenty nineteen. This will mark uh Shatner's fourth divorce. He was previously married to Noren Kidd, Marcy Lafferty, and Gloria Rand. He and Elizabeth do not share any children. Ava Levine and Philip Serafin, uh, the son of an Egyptian-American billionaire investor, uh, they have called the quits after two years of dating. The news come after the former couple was spotted shopping out in L.A. this summer. Early this year, Levine opened up to people about how she hadn't given up on marriage despite having gone through two divorces. And Reba McIntyre and Skitter Lasuzo. Uh, <laughs> The legendary country singer and her retired oil geologist boyfriend, they had split after more than two years of dating. McIntyre rep confirmed to People magazine, uh, McIntyre who met uh, Lazuzo, I think it's Lazuzo, uh, back in August of 2017. She was previously married for 26 years to Narvel Blackstock, with whom she shares a 29-year-old son by the name of Shelby. And here was another shocking split. Actor Ron Perlman and his wife Opal, they had filed for a divorce almost four decades together. They confirmed it on November 5th. Uh, Ron their date the separation is May 10th. And according to court docu- documents obtained by TMZ, who was first to report the news, a representative for the actor did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment but Ron married Opal, a jewelry designer, on Valentine's Day in 1981. The estranged couple has two children together, a daughter by the name of Blake and a son by the name of Brandon. Uh, they're both uh, adults. Uh, the last time the two were photographed together was in April of 2018. The news comes almost six months after Ron was photographed kissing his startup co-star, Allison Dunbar, in late May. Another big breakup of 2019 was Meg Ryan and John Mellencamp. One year after they announced their engagement, the When Harry Met Sally actress and her musician fiancé have split. The pair began dating long distance in 2011 after Mellencamp ended his 18-year marriage to model Elaine Irwin. He continued to live in his home state of Indiana while Ryan lived in New York City, and the distance played a large part in their August 2014 uh, split. After reconciling in June of 2017, the ultra-private couple eventually shared last November that they were engaged. Oh, and this was a shocker as well. Actor Beverly Hill 90210 star uh, Ian Zirin and his wife Erin, they announced their split after nine years of marriage on October 31st. The couple who shares a daughter, uh, Mia, and Pina May 
intended to be examples of successful co-parents to their daughters. Niecy Nash and her uh, eight-year marriage to uh, Jay Tucker, uh, they went their separate ways. The couple announced their split in a joint statement on Nash Instagram account, focusing on the amical nature of their party. Sarah Gilbert and Linda Perry, uh, they filed legally separated from the, uh, in I think it was December 27, after five years of marriage. Gilbert cited irreconcilable um, differences and listed their date of separation as August 13. She requests joint legal and physical custody of their four-year-old son, Rose. Teresa and Joe Giudice, the Real Housewife of New Jersey star, split after 20 years of marriage. It was confirmed on December 17. The news came after Joe moved to Italy following the release from ICE custody after he served 41 months in federal prison for fraud. And Salon Knowles and Alan Ferguson announced their split on November 1st that she and the music video director had split after nearly five years of marriage. Bradley Cooper and Irina Shaikh uh, were dating for four years. The Oscar-nominated actor and the supermodel split in June. Cooper and Shake, uh, Shake, Shake, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, they officially decided to end their relationship and are amicably working out how to share custody of their daughter, Leah, uh, whom they welcomed in the watch of 2017. And Inside told People Magazine that the A-star is... Um, the uh, A Star is Born director and actor began dating Irina in the spring of 2015, and the pair kept their relationship private over the years. And remember, this couple, Kate Be- uh, Beckinsale and uh, Peter Davison, the high-profile couple split in late April after nearly four months of dating. Wendy Williams and her husband, Kevin Hunter, they filed for divorce on April 11 after two decades of marriage. William and Hunter wed in November uh, November 30, 1997. They share a son, Kevin Jr. The breakup news came uh, after a difficult time for the TV personality who recently revealed that she was living in a sober house. She had long been open about her past addiction, addiction to cocaine. And R&B star Monica, she filed divorce from her husband, former Los Angeles Laker uh, star Brown, Shannon Brown, in Atlanta in early March. The Grammy winner secretly married the athlete in a private L.A. wedding ceremony in November 2010, and the pair kept their matrimony under wraps for months before confirming the news in January 2011. And Jennifer J. Wild Farley and Clayton Capernello also split when – Jennifer, when Jay Wilde spotted him getting uh, a little cozy and filling up on one of her co-stars, and uh, they broke up after that. So 2019 was definitely a year of many celebrity breakups. Uh, Right now we have uh, 10 minutes to two. Uh, Going back to some of the biggest um, music of 2019, uh, this artist here, well, these uh, artists, uh, we're talking about the Jonas Brothers. Um, you know, comebacks are rarely more hotly anticipated than powerhouse pop trios like the Jonas Brothers' Return to the Fray, which was marked by their hit in March called Sucker, their first new music after a decade-long hiatus. They 
they they're known for very catchy pop tracks, and one of them shot straight to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And we're talking about Sucker. The New Jersey trio have gone from strength to strength ever since, and their recent album Happiness began rocketed to the top of the Billboard 200 chart. Uh, this was one of my favorite uh, songs from their album in 2019. This is called Only Human, the Jonas Brothers, one of the top, uh, hottest top uh, singles of 2019. Jonas Brothers and Only Human, they were one of the biggest comeback artists of 2019, well, for the decade, I should say. Um, If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. 
where every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. I broadcast live from the New, from the New York City area. And every year we do a year-end review. We do a rundown of some of the top entertainment news that made that year one of the top in headlines as far as celebrity uh, scandals, breakups, music, television, everything that made that the top year in entertainment news and headlines. Uh, right now we're just doing a rundown of some of the um, celebrity breakups of the year. We just finished doing that. And also some of the top music of that year, and the Jonas Brothers happened to have the best Last year, um, you know, again, they were uh, earlier in this decade, they had put out music, they were a band, and they had split up for a little bit doing, they went their own separate ways, they did their own kind of music, and and now in 2019, they came back. So a lot of Jonas Brothers fans were so excited. So that was a good year for the Jonas Brothers. Uh, Let's go back to the... uh, some of the breaks ups of uh day uh twenty nineteen I don't know if I t- did all of them, but I'm just gonna go back and check um I think uh we i think yeah, I think I did cover them all, yeah, I did call, cover them all that just some of them because you know you can't list all of them because that would take all day but uh yeah, uh, if you're just tuning in, we just did a rundown of some of the most talked about celebrity breakups of 2019. And now let's go back to uh, the celebrity. Let's start with the celebrities that we lost in 2019. Um, let's start with Sue Lyons. Um, for those who don't know who Sue Lyons was, uh, she was an actress who was best known for starring in Stanley Kubrick's Lolita when she was only 14 years old. She died on December 26th. She was 73, and she survived by her daughter, Nona. The iconic radio shock jock Don um, Imus, Imus, Don Imus, uh, he passed away uh, at Baylor Scott and White Medical Center in College Station, Texas, on Friday, December 27th, after he was admitted on Christmas Eve. His cause of death was not immediately publicized, but he was survived by his wife for 25 years, Deidre, and their children, Wyatt, Zachary, Nadine, Ashley, Elizabeth, and Tony. Uh, he was 79. Now, um, Imus in the Morning, who he had a very popular radio show, he was met with some controversy because um, the – Rutgers College in New Jersey, their women basketball team, uh, had a big year in basketball. They, I'm not, I can't remember the whole story. I don't know if they had won the championship that year, but he and his co-star had made a comment about some of the basketball players, which was mostly a team of African American women, where they had called them nappy-headed hoes. That caused a firestorm, and it wasn't right. And he was, uh, it, it had caused a lot of uh, controversy and caused him to lose to, for him, if I'm not mistaken, to lose his show. But, uh, yeah, he had passed away. He had passed away at the age of 79. Uh, Long time Chelsea uh, Handler, remember her sidekick? 
on her shows, Chelsea Lately, uh, Chewy Bravo. Well, he died on December 15th at the age of 63 after being hospitalized in Mexico City for a stomach ailment. Now, this is according to TMZ. He was born Jesus Magoza. And he gave an interview with Radar Online just a few days before his death when he opened up about his relationship with his former co-star, Chelsea Handler. Uh, this is what he said. He said, quote, we had both been busy trying to do our things and we haven't seen each other since, but we text what we text each other. Uh, she called me last week, actually, before my birthday. I love her. She's my dearest friend. I would definitely accept a job if she offered it to me. I can't complain. Now, Chelsea Handler had paid tribute to uh, Chewy on his uh, Instagram, on Instagram, and she shared several photos of her pal. And she wrote that she said, "quote I love this nugget in a big way, and I took great pleasure in how many people loved him as much as I did and do." Chewy gave us so much laughter, and I'll never forget the sound of his laughter coming from his office into mine. And uh, she also went on to say that. Um, she she will never forget him coming to her, her house for Christmas one year um, with her and visiting her family in Florida Keys, and uh, she also mentioned that how her you know because he was a little you know he was a um I went he was a, a, a he was a little dwarf guy, and she recount uh, she recalls how her niece who was five or six years old at the time when she saw him she was scared of him, and. Uh, he was he was all right with it because he said you know a lot of little kids are scared with scared of him because he said quote when they see a big kid coming their way you know and uh, yeah Chewy Bravo passed away at sixty three another great actor who passed away sudden was actor Danny Aiello um, the actor who starred in movies like Do the Right Thing, Moonstruck, and The Godfather Part Two, he died at the age of 86 on December 12th after a brief illness. Another actor who I I was shocked, uh, Philip McKeon. Um, he was a former child actor. He was best known for his role of Tommy Hyatt on the 1970s sitcom Alice. He died on the de- December 10th in Texas after battling a long-time illness. McKean was 55 years old. The late actor was the older brother of Facts of Life star Nancy McKean. The actor was also a producer and director, working mostly recently on 2005 The Jacket and 2003 Edge of Nowhere. Carol Spinney, who we know as the Sesame Street puppeteer who played the beloved character Big Bird for nearly 50 years, he died on December 8th after living with dystonia for some time. Uh, he was 85. Uh, Spinney also operated and voiced Oscar the Grouse before retiring from the kids series in October of 2018. And Shelley Morrison died at the age of 83 on December 1st from heart failure after a brief illness. She was best known for playing maid Rosario Salazar on Will and Grace from 1999 to 2006. And, of course, who could forget actor-comedian John Witherspoon, who died at the age of 77 on October 29th. You know he was best known for his role in the Friday series. Uh, He was a legend in the entertainment industry and a father figure to all who watched him over the years. 
Rip Taylor, the comedian known as the King of Camp and Confetti, died on October 6th in Beverly Hills at the age of 84. His um, publicist said that Taylor had been hospitalized in the intensive care unit at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles after suffering a seizure days earlier. And this was according to CNN. Taylor, who hosted the uh, the Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Show, appeared in films including Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, Indecent Proposal, and Wayne World Two. And according to his official website, he made more than two thousand appearances on TV on shows including The Tonight Show, The Gong Show, Hollywood Square, Squares, and Match Game. He was also the subject of a 2016 documentary called Rip Rip Hooray. And this also broke my heart. Uh, the beautiful, the beautiful, talented Diane Carroll. Um, she died from breast cancer on October 4th at the age of 84. She was the groundbreaking star, a New York native, and she was best known for her role in the TV show Dynasty and for her role on Julia. And in the film Claudine, she was the first black actress to win a Tony Award in 1962, and she was also the first black actress to lead a TV series. And Jessie Norman, the international opera star, she died on September 30th at the age of 74. She was surrounded by loved ones uh, when she died at Mount Sinai St. Luke Hospital right here in New York when she passed away from septic shock and organ failure. A family spokesperson for the four-time Grammy winner confirmed the news uh, to the Associated Press. And Linda Porter, I don't know if you guys remember her. She was the... Uh, elderly lady who starred in NBC The Superstore. She was uh, 86. Uh, she appeared in Twin Peaks, The Return, American Horror Story, and Gilmore Girls. And she was also remembered for her co-star, including Ben Feldman, who shared a photo from the set with the actress and wrote on Twitter, he's hoping the angels don't call cut right away because uh, this is what he wrote on Twitter. He said, quote, here's is hoping the angels don't call cut right away because your best stuff will always come at the end. We'll miss you, Linda, Linda Porter. And who can forget the legendary journalist, uh, Cokie Roberts. She died at the age of 75 on September 17 due to complications from breast cancer. And Rick Okazic the front man from the cars, he died at the age of 75 on September 15. According to NBC4, uh, uh, police received a call at about 4 p.m. for an unconscious male at a Manhattan townhouse. Uh, Rick Okazic uh, was pronounced dead at the scene. The New York Post page did report that he was found by his estranged wife, uh, model Paulina Proziskova, uh, the model announced their split in May of 2018 after 28 years of marriage. He was also married three times, had six sons, two from each of his marriages. Eddie Money, who is the singer who was known for hits uh, such as Take Me Home Tonight and Two Tickets to Paradise, he died at the age of 70 on September 13. Money and his wife, Lori, revealed in August that he had stage four esophageal cancer. And who can forget Miss Valerie Harper, the Mary Tyler Moore show star, died at the age of 80 on August 30th. Her cause of death was not known when the news broke. However, she suffered numerous health setbacks uh, following a 2009 lung cancer diagnosis. 
Peter Fonda, he died at his Los Angeles home on August 16 at the age of 79. The official cause of death was respiratory failure due to lung cancer. And Nobel Prize winner uh, Tony Morrison died on August 5th at the age of 88. Morrison's family uh, confirmed the passing in a statement to Princeton University. She was a very skilled writer who treasured the written word, whether her own, her students, or others. She read and she was most at home when writing, although her passing represented a tremendous loss. And we're just was grateful she had a long, well-lived life. Who can forget the billionaire business man, uh, uh, presidential um, hopeful, Ross Perot? He died at the age of 89 on July 9th at his home in Dallas. He was surrounded by family members. He ran for president twice during his life in 1992 and again in 1996. And both campaigns were considered to be the strongest in U.S. history by an independent or third-party candidate. And this also broke a lot of young people's hearts, especially if you uh, watch uh, if you watch the Disney Channel. We're talking about actor Cameron Boyce. Uh, he was on a show called Jesse, and he died so young. He was only 20 years old when he passed away on July 6th. He passed away in his sleep due to a seizure, which was a result of an ongoing medical condition which he was being treated for. And Beth Chapman, the dog, uh, the bounty hunter star, lost her two-year-long battle with throat and lung cancer on June 26. Uh, she was 51. Beth's husband, dog, the bounty hunter Chapman, confirmed it on Twitter. And Gloria Vanderbilt, who, uh, like a lot of people, uh, wore her. She was an incredible artist. She was a, a, a incredible fashion designer. Uh, she was also an actress. She died at the age of 95. She lived a long life. She passed away on June 17. Her son Anderson Cooper, uh, who is also a CNN correspondent, he had shared the news in an emotional on-air eulogy at the time and revealed his mother died from stomach cancer. The original member of the Mickey Mouse Club was found dead at age 76 in early April in Phoenix, Arizona, Oregon, at his home. We're talking about Dennis Day. He had been reported missing in July of 2018 by his husband, Ernie Caswell. And, you know, we talked about Ellen DeGeneres uh, just recently winning the Carol Burdett uh, Award at the Golden Globes. But uh, one of her co-stars on uh, Carol Burnett's show uh, was Tim Conway, and he died in Los Angeles on May 14, following a long illness. He was 85. And legendary actress and singer died at the age of 97. We're talking about Doris Day. She passed away on May 13 after contracting a serious case of pneumonia. Um, she was best known for her role in Pillow Talk in 1959 and That Touch of Mink in 1962. And in addition to singing Whatever Will Be, Will Be, K. Sarah Sarah in Alfred Hitchcock's 1956 movie, The Man Who Knew Too Much. And Peggy Lipton, she passed away at the age of 72 on May 11. Uh, she died from cancer. Uh, she was, uh, she was uh, married to Quincy Jones. And her daughters, Rashida and Kadita, they're both also into the entertainment business, both actresses. 
And um, for all our Star Wars fans, who can forget the man who portrayed the legendary Star Wars character of Chewbacca in both the original and the new trilogy? We're talking about Peter Mayhew, who passed away on April 30th at the age of 74. Uh, He is survived by his wife and three children. John Singleton, the Boys in the Hood director, died at 51 on uh, April 29, 2019, after suffering a stroke nearly two weeks prior that reportedly left him in a coma. And um, rapper rapper Nipsey Hussle was shot and killed uh, outside his clothing store in Los Angeles on March 31st. Hustle uh, had a clothing store called the Marathon Continue, and his uh, murder is still under investigation. Uh, Luke Perry, who was one of the heartthrobs of the hit show Beverly Hill 90210 and for for his role in Riverdale, he died suddenly on March 4th after a massive stroke. Uh, He was only 52. 52 years old. And uh, Chanel iconic designer Karl Lagerfeld, the the most accomplished designer in the history, uh, had passed away. He died on February 19th. He was 85 years old. He dominated high fashion for the past 50 years. And this also was a sudden death. Uh, Two of these, uh, actor Christoph St. John, who is best known as this long as the the longtime cast member of the CBS soap opera The Young and the Restless, he was found dead at his home on February third. Uh, and James Ingram, the Grammy winning singer who launched multiple hits on the R and B and pop charts and earned two Oscar nominations for his songwriting, died January twenty ninth, um, at the age of sixty six. So those are just some of some of the celebrities that we lost in 2019. Right now we have uh, 46 minutes left remaining in the show. And uh, we had an incredible year as far as when it came to best in TV. And some of the the most talked about shows in 2019 were from shows, from streaming services, from... um, you know, cable, and uh, yeah, I gotta say, um, to be honest with you, some of the shows I have not seen, but according to a lot of the entertainment uh, outlets like Entertainment Tonight and People Magazine, Us and AOL, these were some of the most talk about entertainment story uh, entertainment TV shows of 2019. Uh the, one of them was The Crown. Um the cast is different, but everything else, the production, the period details and the central gimmick is pretty much the same. Um Olivia Coleman is marvelous as the doughty monarch who longs for a simpler life that's less bound up in duty and public display. She and her fellow cast members managed to drive home the series theme that enormous privilege is, in fact, a burden, which in 2019 is no mean feat. She, her show, The, Cat, the Crown, was one of the best in TV in 2019. Another one was Dead to Me, 
Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini, they headlined this dark comedy together. Uh, Applegate plays Jen, a young widow who goes to a grief support group and finds a new friend uh, named Judy, played by Cardellini, whose intensity she finds both annoying and irresistible. Well-paced and consistently surprising, Dead to Me was one of the real sleepers of 2019, according to this this, uh, critic. But it was one of the best in TV, too, as well. Fleabag, which is on Amazon Prime Video, um, has to do with uh, this hot priest by the name of Andrew Scott. He is certainly terrific as the off-limit love interest of Fleabag, played by creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge in the series' second and presumably final season, due in part to Scott's chemistry with Waller-Bridge. But the show also made the very smart decision to establish him as an equal, someone who can match Waller-Bridge's arsenal mix of toughness and vulnerability and who can truly see her as we do. The series used him as a way to forcefully bag both the character and the series to absorb the lessons learned in season one's shattering finale and move forward and inward. Also was another good uh, best in TV was NBC The Good Place. It's one of the weirdest and most proudly humane comedies ever made. The Good Place has its ups and downs and is struggling at times to keep its many morale and ethical Quanaries from running away with it, but as the show closes out its final season, it has once again became one of the most engaging and thought-provoking shows on TV, and is anchored by a stellar assembly led by Ted Danson and Kristen Bell, one of the best in 2019 as far as TV shows. Pose on FX centers on the 1980s and 90s AIDS crisis that took so many gay men lives and the dance hit that brought ball culture into America mainstream, Pose gained focus and a potent mission in his second season this year. And as always, Billy Porter shined as ball competition MC Pray Tell, the most experienced actor in a sea of talented newcomers, he grounds every episode. And just as there is joy in watching Porter, a once-typecast actor spreads his wings, the whole season exudes that feeling. A show filled with transgender performers and producers had crafted stories about how love and friendship help gays and transgender communities weather some of the most dangerous times in their lives. The best in 2019 as far as TV shows. Another one is Netflix's Russia, Russian Doll. Uh... The great Natasha Lyonne is at the center of this experimental, often funny, often very moving story about a woman who keeps returning over and over to the same movement at the same birthday party. Full of devastating uh, devastating observations about the loneliness of wishing someone else understood the strange circumstances of your life, Russian Dolls succeeds as a comedy, but as several other things as well, including as a quintessential New York story. And you know I like those New York stories. Call me biased. Uh, Watchmen by HBO, uh, the creator, get this, creator Damon Littleoff has produced a masterpiece, the most ambitious, creative, eye-popping genre rewriting series of the year. 
It continues the story of the classic graphic novel, Watchmen, in a way that both subverts and revitalizes the modern superhero story. And for those who find the genre too male-centered and white, Ledeloff builds his story around a black woman's family tree, starting from the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre that destroyed a prosperous black community and continued as a passion for justice handed down through generations. Now, Regina King is the star of this show, and she is transcendent as Sister Knight, Tulsa's best police officer who wears a mask and costume at a time when white supremacists target police, and Lindelof created new storytelling possibilities by reinventing two key characters as black men, somehow finding new possibilities from a comic book already considered one of the best deconstructions of the superhero mythos. Another best as far as TV shows of 2019, When They See Us by Netflix. One of the best developments in media this year was seeing women and people of color gain the power to retell stories that were initially distorted by racism, sexism, and some other ism. No project embodied their spirit better than Ava DuVernay's affecting limited series for Netflix, which dramatized the story of the Central Park Five, now known as the Exonerated Five. These were young, working-clad, black and brown boys coaxed into falsely confessing to the assault and rape of a jogger in 1989. You can quibble about how DuVernay dramatized some events, Prosecutor Linda Fairstein certainly has, but the scene where talented young actors such as Jarrell Jerome and Asante Black recreating confessions, statements that the viewers know brought long prison terms in real life. They are some of the most powerful moments in TV this year. So those are some of the top TV uh, TV shows of 2019. Right now we have uh, 38 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another break, and we'll be back with the most uh, rundown of the top entertainment stories of 2019. Don't go anywhere. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Right now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. It's that time of year again where I, your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, give you the rundown of some of the top entertainment news that made headlines in 2019 from all the scandals, the breakups, the music, the television shows, and all those that we lost in 2019. We just did a rundown of some of the best in TV as far as 2019 goes. And, um... We want to go to the best movies 
of 2019. And 2019 was a good year for action movies. It kicked off with the highly anticipated Captain Marvel, the long overdue first MCU entry to give a female hero. Uh, from there, the, this phase of the massive comic franchise wrapped up with the Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. That was just the beginning. Because 2019 also delivered a Fast and Furious spinoff entry, a new Star Wars movie, and, of course, another John Wick movie. Captain Marvel uh, came out in about March, and at long last, Marvel debuted its first film starring a female superhero in March of 2019. Brie Larson starred as Carol Danvers, an alien super soldier who crash lands on Earth just in time to team up with Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Furry, and help save the day. In April, we, it also brought a movie. Uh, imagine if you could just figure out the one word it takes to be transformed into a superhero. And in the case of 14-year-old Billy Batson, this word is Shazam. And we're talking about the movie Shazam that came out in April. Um, it, it's, Bill, it's about Billy. Billy's a kid. And so he uses these powers to have a lot of fun until he has to fight real danger. And the film opens up what will hopefully be a revamped DC universe in the coming years. Another hit for uh, the best in movie as 2019 goes was Avengers Endgame. Uh, This was the film action fans had been waiting for. It was all the Avengers together in one final movie to fight Thanos who previously wiped out half the population of every species in the galaxy. And if you're this if you're this writer, then you got pretty annoyed when you partner made you watch all the Avengers film before going to see the end game. But it was really, really worth it. Also another big movie for twenty nineteen was John Wick three. Uh it came out in May. Uh in the third movie in this series International hitman John Wick, played by Keanu Reeves, has a $14 million bounty on his head. He used to, uh, he's used to this kind of stuff, dicey stuff, but this time he lost the protective services of the high table. And we're talking about John Wick 3, Parabellum, which came out in May, one of the best uh, movies of 2019. Also was uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which came out in May. Uh, Godzilla, who you know from the Japanese culture, um, he comes back bigger, stronger, and he battles other god-sized monsters, including Martha, King Gadara, and Rodane. They battle for ultimate world supremacy and, you know, possibly destroy all of humanity. But uh, if you've seen the movie, you know that some of these monsters were, uh, Godzilla had fought some of these monsters in the past. So, as usual, Godzilla reigned king, as usual. Another um, best in movie of 2019 was uh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, It starred uh, Sophie Turner. She plays a character by the name of Jean Grey, one of the X-Men's own, and she ends up being one of their greatest threats when she gets hit by a mysterious force. She then becomes so powerful that she's not predictable, which is never what we want from a superhero. We hope that this would be a bit better than what it turned out to be, but Sophie Turner still delivered. 
Spider-Man Far From Home came out in July. Peter Parker goes on a school trip to Europe, but he's a kid superhero, so he ends up having to save the world instead of going on a normal high school trip like a regular teen. He teams up with Nick Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson, and fellow superhero uh, Mysterio. Fast and Furious present Hobbs and Shaw. Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham prize their role as Luke Hobbs and Deckard Shaw, who team up to try to prevent cybernetic, uh, cyber, uh, to prevent the cyber enhanced soldier Brixton Lore, Lore, played by Idris Elba, who uh, from destroying the world. And three cheers to this lineup of movies for managing to transform itself into a superhero franchise. Best in 2019 as far as movie goes. And Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker came out last month, coming just under fire. Uh, Star Wars is making history again with its final installment. Early reviews are a bit of a mixed bag, but the final film is a bit of a love letter to fans doing them a service by giving them what they want, even if it might have been too much fan service. And 2019 movies had their share of horror movies as well. We can't forget It, Chapter 2. It didn't do as quite as great as its predecessor, but for anyone who was craving a dose of Stephen King's thriller clown horror, this film is a solid choice. Balancing a bit of heart with its terrifying premise, nothing is scarier than a monster that then manifests as your biggest fear. Pennywise returned to haunt the now adult kids of Derry, 27 years after his first appearance. The cast for the sequel is insane, and even better when you see them with their child counterparts. Uh, it may go, it may not go down as the best horror film, but it's, re- 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 I'm sorry, it's respectably entry into the Stephen King canon. Sometimes I get a little tongue-tied there. Um... Also, Happy Death Day to You. It's a sequel to the 2017 box office hit. Where do you see the original poltergeist once again stuck in a Groundhog Day style type loop? Only instead of becoming a better person, she has to figure out who is killing her and her friends over and over again. And we can't, we cannot talk about 2019 without this movie, Us. Uh, this is Jordan Peele's follow-up to the smash hit Get Out, and it's another terrifying thriller uh, starring an impressive cast that include Winston Duke, Lupita Youngo, Elizabeth Moss, and Tim Heidecker. It follows a family who was stalked and terrorized by a mysterious group, and uh, best in 2019. Uh, Pet Cemetery, starring Jason Clark, Amy Summits and John Lithgow star in this remake of Stephen King's horror movie classic about a family who moves into new, a New England house only to discover some terrifying secrets about the backyard. And Cats. Cats. Um, it's the Broadway stage production that turned into a screen adaptation. And in its element to this movie, it's Hard to explain, and anyone who is daring to say that this is not a, um, some people call it a sexually energy film, and I mean, put it this way, some of the cats are given clothes and others aren't, 
And there are also wild uh, discourse about the cats with some of their body parts out. There was also controversy over Jason Derulo's um, private parts being uh, erased out or being seen. And uh, it's been one of the year's most talked about, anticipated movies. And But you be the judge. You be the judge if you think that it was one of the best of 2019. Uh, Rocket Man, amid some of the year's most uh, advertly sexual films, Rocket Man actually scored a pretty high spot on that list. Paramount took a swing with Elton John musical biopic, and it featured one of the sexy and most realistic gay sex scenes in film history. And uh, Hustlers, starring Jennifer Lopez, which I thought was a good movie, directed by a female director. Uh, Jennifer Lopez's character leads a team of strippers to do Wall Street douchebags out of thousands of dollars. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a very good movie. And actually, I saw it on a flight from uh, Australia. Matter of fact, I had went to Australia last month, and, uh, you, you know, that flight is a very long flight, 16 hours tops, and I was able to watch it. You know, I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater, but I got to see it on the flight, got to watch it on the flight, and I thought it was a very good movie. Uh, one of the best, in my opinion, so 2019. And speaking of Australia, shout out to Australia. You know, they're going through this horrific wildfire situation, which is devastating. A lot of people's homes, a lot of people's homes are being destroyed. A lot of the wildlife on that continent has been destroyed. Kangaroos, koalas, um platypus, you name it. It's just a terrible situation. And uh, I heard that the, they got some relief by they did, there was some rain. The temperature did cool down, but it wasn't enough rain. And uh, they've been calling fire uh, personnel from other countries, including here in the U.S., to help them to obtain this fire. And it's just a shame because uh, Australia is a beautiful country. I was able to go to Sydney and Melbourne, and, you know, it's just a shame. You know, you get there and you you smell smoke, the sky, you can't see the blueness of the sky because the sky is all red. So pray for them. Also, I want to also shout out Puerto Rico, which are also going through some tough times. They just went through, uh, just had an earthquake there, not one, but two. And, you know, they didn't really fully recover after the uh, hurricane situation. So pray for them as well. Uh, Right now we have uh, 25 minutes left remaining uh, in the show. Um, I might be calling, I'm going to cut the show short because I I didn't think I was going to have enough time to finish everything. But, uh, you know, um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening for the first time, welcome. This is That's Entertainment 11 year here on BTR. And if you want to know more about the show, make sure you follow us on social media at That's Entertain 1. That's on Twitter. You Make sure you like us on our fan page on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment. Um, you can also follow me 
at Twitter at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, right now we're doing the year-end review of some of the top entertainment stories and news story that headlined in 2019, anywhere from scandals, the breakup, the top best in music, the top best in television and celebrity death. And, um, you know, earlier I was talking about some of the artists that really put a imprint on the music industry and we're talking there's a lot of newcomers on the a scene for best in music for 2019 we had just mentioned Megan Thee Stallion, Lizzo, uh Billie Eilish and uh the Jonas Brothers made a, a great comeback and uh we also talk about how Taylor Swift had that uh situation with her record label and how she didn't know if she was going to ever perform our songs ever again. But um, this next song was probably, I mean, there's probably no song that better defines 2019 than Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. Like the random word generator that our current times have become, Old Town Road brings them together an unknown rap star, by the name of Lil Nas, and a country star by the name of Billy Ray Cyrus. And the two of them just happened to get together to create this song. Now, Lil Nas started the song. It, it was a rap song, but he had wanted it to uh, make it a country song. And they felt that the the song wasn't country enough. So Lil Nas reached out to Billy Ray Cyrus and said, hey, you know, I have this song. I want to try to cross it over to the country genre, and I would like to have your vocals on it. And that's how it be crossed over to the countryside. But uh, it was the most played, it was the most talked about song of 2019. Um, it sparked a lot of... Um, a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, People asking, you know, can a rap song be country? And Lil Nas proved that by changing the lyrics, the tone, and adding another country star, Billy Ray Cyrus, to the record. Um, Anyway, this is what, it was the most played song of 2019. Every time you turn around, it was on the air. So this is the best in music of 2019. This is Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus in Old Town Road. I got the horses in the back. 